Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by Creator Kids. CreatorKids.com features live classes for kids. There's watercolor classes. You can learn iMovie, digital painting, drawing classes, and more. Creator Kids is fun, productive screen time. And you can get 20% off using the promo code KIDSTORIES20. Check out the links in the show notes to learn how you can view a free drawing class featuring characters from the Valley Town series. Now on to some shout-outs. Gus Beck from Portland, Maine has listened to every episode multiple times. He sounds like a super fan. Gus shared some Kid Stories podcast coloring pages he completed. Gus, I think if you were a character in the Valley Town series, you'd be a good guy cave troll who works with the ninjas to help defeat the bad cave trolls. Thanks for listening, Gus. Kai shared some great drawings, really elaborate drawings that tell a story. Great job, Kai. I think if you were a character in the Valley Town stories, you would be a mud dragon that can splash up from any mud puddle whenever it's rainy. Thanks for listening, Kai. Jeevan from Singapore shared a drawing he made of a huge wolf after listening to the Howl at the Moon episodes. Your drawing was awesome, Jeevan. If you were a character from the valley, you would be a wandering werewolf who stumbled out of the werewolf tree and is trying to find his way back home. Thanks for listening, Jeevan. Today's story is called Mira and the Missing Dragon's Egg. This story was crafted with help from the real Mira, and I hope you like it. At the Riverwood Academy for Gifted Children, magic was nothing new. In fact, it was stranger if you didn't know magic there than if you did. Kids of all ages and abilities attended Riverwood. Little kids just getting started making potions, older teenagers figuring out how to make their own magic wands and weave complex spells. Two young learners at Riverwood had a special kind of magic. Mira and Stella practiced what most people called goofy magic. Some people considered goofy magic to be rare and unique. Mira and Stella just considered it annoying. Goofy magic mostly meant that their spells and potions almost did just the right thing, but usually did just the wrong thing. Instead of fireballs, they would shoot beach balls. 
Instead of making themselves invisible, they would only make their heads invisible. And instead of black cats being attracted to them, black ducks were attracted to them. They were glad to be able to do any magic at all, but they wanted so bad for their magic to just be right. Everyone else thought it was neat or funny, but Stella and Mira just thought it was embarrassing. I'd rather not even do magic anymore if it's going to be goofy forever, said Stella one day in Ancient Artifacts class. We're still young, said Mira. A few more years in school and maybe we'll be pros. Stella opened her mouth to reply, only to be cut off by their teacher. Stella and Mira, talking again. Do you have something you'd like to share with the rest of the class? Said Miss Roundtree, one of the oldest teachers at Riverwood. No, Miss Roundtree, the girls answered in unison. Good, then I presume you'll be paying very close attention to the myth of the missing dragon's egg of dreadful hollows. Yes, Miss Roundtree, the girls answered again. The myth of the missing dragon's egg of dreadful hollows was told every year in ancient artifacts class. It was the story of a dragon, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, who laid an egg in dreadful hollows. The dragon was slain, but the egg was never recovered. Some believe that the egg is still there, waiting to be cared for so it can hatch. Some believe the egg was lost. Others believe the entire story to be made up. After Miss Roundtree finished retelling one version of the tale, she approached Stella and Mira. The class watched as Miss Roundtree plopped a tall stack of books on Mira's desk. Here are some books that discuss Dreadful Hollows and the dragon and the missing egg. Read through them all and compose a story of the Dreadful Hollows egg that you believe to be most true, said Miss Roundtree. You can present your version of the story to the class next week, since you're both so keen on talking in class. Yes, Miss Roundtree, the girls answered in unison. That night, back in their rooms, the girls pored over the history books Miss Roundtree loaned them. There were old maps, journals of old adventurers, proper history books, and dragon guides. This story goes in so many directions it's impossible to know what's true, said Mira, with three different books opened in front of her. So we'll just make our own truth. We'll agree on what we think is the most truthy, and we'll present that to the class, said Stella. Wait a minute. Check this out said Mira, lifting an old book up off the table. Stella stood behind her shoulder, reading along silently. The book was a handwritten journal from an adventurer hundreds of years ago. Mira read the passage. The dragon ate nearly every cow on the island. It burned the crops and the people grew hungry. And so it goes they killed the dragon, nothing new. But I saw the dragon slain. It took a hundred people. And when the dragon finally fell, its body, its bones, its thick scales and horns, they all turned to shiny dust. A rainbow of colors and swirling sparkles filled the air, and the wind carried it all away, as if the dragon never were. Mira laid the book down. So the dragon body disappeared once it died? said Stella. That's pretty cool, actually. But wait, look here! said Mira, rifling through some other books. She pulled up a dragon guide, one of the many dragon guides there at the Riverwood Libraries. She flipped through the pages until she found the right one. This says here, the dragons of light and rainbow are made of pure magic. They often appear as regular dragons, but will disappear upon death, 
as the pure magic that composed them is released back out into the world. I mean, it sounds cool. A rainbow dragon made of pure magic, said Stella. I just don't know if it's, you know, real. Before now, I've never even heard of anyone seeing one of these dragons. I don't know. It just sounds like some of this has to be true, said Mira. I, I don't know which parts, but there's some truth to this tale. And it'd be incredible to find a dragon's egg. Stella thought for a moment. Sounds like a long shot, she said. Maybe, said Mira. But if we can convince the board to let us go on a journey to the Dreadful Hollows and we find a dragon's egg or something else rare and amazing, then maybe we won't have to write this paper and present it to the class. Stella looked at the books all spread out on the table in front of them and the blank pieces of paper where they had not even begun to write the report. Okay, you convince me, said Stella. The next day, Stella and Mira put in a request to journey to the Dreadful Hollows. Students going on journeys was a common thing at Riverwood. The teachers liked that the kids got real-world experience, and the kids liked adventuring more than they liked sitting in class. Stella and Mira submitted the required paperwork, and their journey was approved. Later that day, they were each packing a to-go bag filled with things they might need on their adventure. Miss Roundtree popped her head in the door. I see you've taken a special interest in the missing egg of Dreadful Hollows, she said. Be careful and I hope you find what you're looking for. Thanks, Miss Roundtree, the girls said in unison. And they hustled out of the building, chatting with excitement as they made their way to the Dreadful Hollows. The end. Thanks for listening, everyone. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and everything to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Find tons more stories at patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast. Adios.